You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. and think there must be more than this to life are you looking for more joy freedom and purpose in your life this is living a courageous authentic life with your host jennifer monahan many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals but we may soon realize that something is missing jennifer was there and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power find joy and realize your full potential now please welcome the host of living a courageously authentic life jennifer monahan welcome everyone you're listening to living a courageously authentic life we're coming to you live from bbm global network and tune in radio and i'm your host jennifer monahan I was talking with a friend of mine recently, and she um, she and her mom haven't had the best of relationships. And my friend has been trying really hard to improve the relationship that she has with her mother and, and doing so while still caring for herself and nurturing herself and making sure that she's in a good place within herself as she builds the relationship with her mom. And it really is a a fine line that she has to walk, right? And there's been times where she's had to set some really firm boundaries with love, of course, for herself and for her mom. And part of the challenge is that um, my friend's mother has had a really difficult time understanding her daughter's, my friend's, feelings about certain situations, And my friend has tried explaining, she's gotten angry, she's cried, she's done a variety of different things, you name it, right? And she's done it to try to share her feelings with her mom. And nothing has worked until this last conversation that she had with her mom. And my friend, what happened was she got to the point where she was so frustrated and at a complete and total loss uh, that she ended up doing something that she had not done before with her mom. She let down all of her defenses and she was completely vulnerable with her mom. She shared her feelings and she did it again without being accusatory or being defensive. And because she was so vulnerable, because she was so open Her mother actually heard her this time. And and my friend said that for the first time in a really, really long time, she and her mom ended up having a genuine, heartfelt conversation. And um, she felt really positive about how their relationship could be going forward. This idea of vulnerability, um, when we think about the word vulnerable, it's one of those words, and even in an action, that we we tend to view negatively, and we, we quite frankly have it wrong. If you look up the definition, it usually says something along the lines of vulnerability being a weakness and something that needs to be protected or fixed to strengthen the overall 
thing or being or location. So we use the the term a lot, like when we're talking about uh, being in battle or in a competition. What's our vulnerability? Where can they where can they come and hit us at? Uh, where's our Achilles heel that uh, they can use against us? So this idea of vulnerability as being a weakness, something to be fixed, is pretty much ingrained in our culture. But the reality is vulnerability is not a weakness. It's it's actually a strength, and it takes an incredible amount of courage to be vulnerable. When we're vulnerable, we are authentic and we are real. We're, we are who we are. We share ourselves uh, in spite of whatever emotional risk or pain that may come as a result of us doing that, the result of us sharing who we are. For us to be vulnerable, to be truly vulnerable, we have to strip away all of our defense and our protective mechanisms. We have to remove the masks, remove the shields that we wear, um, remove any walls that we put around ourselves, and just be ourselves. And, you know, this can be really scary stuff. Uh, when, when we're vulnerable, we, we put ourselves out there and... And this is key, right? When we put ourselves out there, when we're being vulnerable, we do it by fully accepting ourselves as we are with all of our faults, with all of our imperfections, with all of the things that make us us, right? That make us human. So we fully accept who we are and we're, we're willing to jump fully into ourselves without the safety nets and the protection that we usually use, when we're vulnerable, we have to be willing to experience the emotions that we're feeling rather than burying them deep inside of ourselves. And I think so many of us are so good at that, right? We just push it on down and we put our heads down and we say, I'm just going to focus on my work or I'm going to focus on my kids or even just, you know, numb myself by watching television uh, so that I don't have to feel this pain or I don't have to feel this situation that I'm in. The opposite is true when we're being vulnerable. When we're being vulnerable, we feel what we have to feel and we sit with and we're with these emotions. We, we actually are with them and letting them go through us, even if they're painful, so that they can wash over us and then be released. The interesting thing about vulnerability is it can be both a private or a shared experience. It could be both of those things. So my friend that I just mentioned, um, she chose to be vulnerable with her mother so she could work to heal the relationship that the two of them have. Um, so that's more of a shared experience, right? She's sharing of herself with her mother. But we can also be vulnerable with ourselves as a private type of experience to heal the relationship and the hurts that we have in ourselves, right? So being vulnerable means that we have to start within ourselves and, and love ourselves, and, and I'll share a personal example. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking with a couple of my aunts and we were discussing some of the bumps that I and, and they have had on the road of life. So like everyone else, um, me personally, I've had a couple bumps that were much more like mountains, I mean, to be honest. And at the time, they felt insurmountable. And each was related to a major life loss and, you know, something not occurring the way that I wanted it to or something happening when I didn't want it to happen. And the pain was so bad for these events that um, they paralyzed me. I, I was almost completely doubled over because the pain was so bad. And 
with the most recent mountain or bump that I had, I, I remember thinking, gee, I could just push this away. I can throw myself into my work, which was my usual uh, MO, is just throw myself in work and pretend that nothing happened. Um, but at that time when this happened, this was a number of years ago, I had started working on myself and doing a lot of introspection, a lot of personal healing, a lot of personal insight kind of stuff. And I realized that if I had just buried this pain inside of myself, I would I, I wouldn't be helping myself. I'd actually be hurting myself, right? I'd the pain, I might not feel the pain because I've numbed down to it, but the pain would still be there. It'd be living inside of me. And it would still impact my life because, I mean, we all know this. If we try to bury something inside of ourselves, it's going to come up sooner or later. We we have a situation that happens that's completely unrelated to whatever it is that we're trying to bury within ourselves. And the situation triggers something in us that causes us to feel these emotions that we're trying to, to bury within us. Uh, so I chose to be vulnerable and, and chose to face the pain and not only did I choose to face the pain, but I chose to face the fear of the pain. And let's be honest, sometimes part of the reason why we won't feel our emotions, why we won't let them kind of process through us and eventually be released is we're, we're terrified that we won't be able to survive the pain, that the pain is going to be too much and it's just going to take everything out of us or that we're going to get stuck in that pain and we'll never, ever get out to the other side. Um, and I chose to face that and I chose to acknowledge that it's probably not going to happen that way. We're going to take a quick, when we come back, I'll tell you what happened to me, but today we're going to talk about vulnerability. Call in with your thoughts or questions at 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Renaissance woman, trailblazer, maverick. Those are just some of the words to describe to Chandra Poulard owner and CEO of House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC, a woman-minority, veteran-owned entertainment company based in Washington, D.C. Ms. Pillard served 10 years honorably in the United States Navy and departed from active duty to pursue her dreams of becoming an entertainment mogul. House of Virgo Entertainment offers script writing, producing, directing, DJ services, editing, and more. They cater to businesses, corporations, college students, working professionals, aspiring artists and nonprofit organizations, and employ veterans of the armed forces. Tashandra Poulard is pioneering the way we view media and taking her brand global. Visit her at www.houseofvirgoentertainment.com or call 281-515-3740 and like her on Facebook at House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomenon while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands 
of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're talking about vulnerability. And just before the break, I was sharing how I made a conscious decision a number of years ago when I was going through an extremely difficult time to actually face the pain that I was feeling and face the fear of the pain that I was feeling uh, rather than burying the event deep inside of me. Um, It was actually far more difficult as, as I went through this process to face the pain, the loss and the grief that I had than it was to bury it. I'm not going to lie. It was very difficult to do that. Uh, and I worried that people would think that I was weak and, you know, kind of like a basket case, which is probably why I began being vulnerable in private, right? This idea of letting down my defenses during a, one of the most difficult times in my life. Uh, I started in a safe place, meaning, you know, just with myself. And I cried a lot, which is something I normally didn't do. And I allowed myself to cry in public when there was something that reminded me of my loss. So it wasn't that I was crying in public all the time, but if, if an emotion came up or an event came up that caused the emotion to come up within me, I didn't try to bury it. I just, you know, would cry a couple tears and let it wash over me and release it. And the whole idea was I let myself sit in and feel my pain and truly experience what it was that I was going through. And I also allowed myself to forgive myself and the role that I played or that I thought I played in bringing about the situation that I was dealing with. And and the other big thing that I did as part of being vulnerable during this thing was for the first time, I allowed myself to get help to heal. I, you know, I started with myself, but then I reached out and I found a professional who could help me work through my pain. I had tried therapists before, but quite frankly, the sessions were a waste of money and time because I would just sit there and not really say anything because I was not about to be vulnerable. And I certainly didn't want to seem weak. Uh, and I wasn't in a place where I fully trusted the person uh, who was there to support me that I had hired. I know it sounds crazy um, because they are trained professionals, but That's where I was many, many years ago in my journey to being vulnerable. So prior to being vulnerable, the sessions would end up with me sitting there and the therapist would ask me questions, just random questions that I'd answer yes or no to. And uh, we, we got nowhere. No big surprise, right? And I'm sure it was pretty frustrating for the therapist. But this time... When I chose to be vulnerable and I chose to be open to the pain, it was different. Uh... I opened up to my new therapist. I shared with her not only what happened, but all of the emotions that I was feeling. And then we worked together. She helped me name them, helped me work through them and release them. And the entire process was so much easier and healthier than I thought it would be. I mean, again, it was a scary moment feeling my my pain and, and the fear of pain. But once I accepted that it was in a, it was normal and natural to have these feelings, then I could go through and and deal with everything. And being vulnerable helped me. 
it helped me remain healthier. Uh, so today, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about vulnerability. You know, what is it? Why it gets a bad rap, and why we we prevent ourselves from being vulnerable. Um, why being vulnerable is actually a strength, and and how to do it. And then we'll we'll spend maybe a minute or two, if time permits, talking about what happens if you're vulnerable and it's not accepted or respected. So vulnerability, what is it? It's it's being yourself. It's being your true, authentic self and bringing that forward unapologetically and unashamedly so that other people can see the true you. It's about being in touch with your emotions and allowing yourself to feel them and allowing yourself to share them with others as appropriate. You know, we don't have to go around when we're vulnerable, you know, wearing our heart on our sleeves, but we have to be in touch with who we are, what we're feeling and be able to state what we need. And just doing that, thinking about going through life, saying, I'm going to be myself, my, my pure, authentic self, and I'm going to be in touch with what I'm feeling and my emotions, and I'm going to truly feel them and share them as appropriate with others. Just doing that requires a lot of courage. Um, our society really makes it difficult for us to be authentic and vulnerable. Um in the United States, at least, we, we don't really encourage the sharing of our emotions or sharing when we need help. Uh, in fact, and this probably goes back to, you know, back when we had the pilgrims, right, where there was a whole idea of, you know, valuing stoicism, where you kind of, you were the tough guy and you were solid and, you know, nothing's going to rattle you. Uh, we value that. And and we, we look and want to emulate people who just can kind of push through stuff without ever having to ask for help. That's that's perceived as a strength in our society. And it's one of the things when when I first visited Guatemala, and actually this is true in in other Latin American cultures as well, uh, that surprised me. So in the states, if you ask someone how they're doing, they'll typically say fine or okay or something along those lines. Even if their entire world is falling down around them, they're going to say they're fine 95% of the time, right? Unless it's a really close friend who keeps pushing, right? It's always felt like a throwaway question to me, you know, like, how are you doing? And nobody even really listens to the answer because we all know some, everybody's going to say fine. But it's completely different in Guatemala and other Central American countries. If you ask someone, even a total stranger, if you ask them, how are they doing? They're going to tell you the truth, if they're sick, they'll tell you that. If they're sad, if they're worried about something, if they just had a family member die, whatever it is, they're going to tell you. And, you know, in this way, they're being vulnerable. They're sharing what's going on in their world. They're sharing what they're feeling. Um, and they're doing so almost without even any expectation. Just They're just telling you this is what's going on. Now, again, in our culture here in the United States, we, we don't really encourage that kind of sharing. And there's a sense of shame that people can have if they feel like they can't tough something out on their own or if they're somehow not seen as being, quote, perfect, because none of us are perfect. But it's, it's something that within our culture we discourage, which is why it takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable. And when you think about it, it's ridiculous and unattainable to think that we can go through life without feeling any emotions, without ever needing help, or without 
being anything but imperfect because we're human and we'll never be perfect, right? So we're setting ourselves up to, to feel bad about ourselves when we're not vulnerable and, and we're, we're buying into this belief within our society. Um, but the shame that we may feel or that even society pushes on us can be so strong that it will hold us back from being vulnerable. Another thing that holds us back from being vulnerable and prevents us from being vulnerable is fear. Uh, we, we can ask ourselves, gee, you know, I'm gonna, what if I'm vulnerable and people don't like me, right? If I'm being authentic and they, they reject me or, or what if they make fun of me or ostracize me or tell me I'm not good enough? We're going to take another quick break. Uh, Call in with your questions or comments, 866-451-1451. When we come back, we'll talk more about vulnerability. Stay tuned. Essential Nutrients, LLC, is the brainchild of entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients, LLC. Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of essential liquid nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take essential products today and start to measure the difference. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.betterhomeandgarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. Betterhomeandgarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. Betterhomeandgarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, betterhomeandgarden.com. Betterhomeandgarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor coverings, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand-name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about vulnerability. And uh, just before the break, I started to get into some of the fears that are associated with being vulnerable. So, you know, what if people don't like the vulnerable, authentic me, or what if they make fun of me, or what if I'm completely shut out from the world, or what if I'm vulnerable and authentic and I'm not good enough, I'm not accepted as being good enough? These fears cause us to put on this mask, right, of self-sufficiency and strength and, and you know, not having any emotions to protect us from it. 
Another fear is that, um, you know, I could share all this stuff about me. I'm sharing information and my feelings and aspects of myself. And what if the person that I'm sharing this with uses it to somehow hurt me in some way? Uh, you know, we, we could say to ourselves, gee, if I share this, the other person might make fun of me or, you know, tell everybody else under the sun or somehow bring it out during another time when I'm in pain to just be mean, right? Um, and then I'd say the third type of fear about being vulnerable is um, when we when we share of ourselves and we feel that we have not been heard or helped, right? That that our uh, the person that we're being vulnerable to is not acknowledging it, and it kind of sounds like this. You know, what if I open up about this thing and no one cares? Or maybe they'll tell me that whatever I'm feeling is no big deal and get over it. Or maybe I'll even be a burden to them and they won't want to help me or listen to me. Right? So these three fears, um, you know, not being heard, fear that we're going to, the information is going to be used to hurt us or fear of not being accepted, you know, I, you know, I had all of these fears and I would rarely let people in as, you know, I mentioned about even just going to the therapist and, and not doing anything because I was afraid of being seen weak and being rejected and having people use what I was saying against me to somehow hurt me uh, and make my situation worse. And it really has been a journey for me to get to the point where I'm vulnerable and I, I can share who I am with the world. You know, I started sharing about me and my life and being vulnerable and open with my first book, This Trip Will Change Your Life, A Shaman's Story of Spirit Evolution. And it was a really big step for me because I was worried that people would think I was crazy or somehow make fun of me uh, from, you know, what I was going through in my life journey to becoming a shaman. But I did it anyway. I mean, publication day of book one was both exciting and terrifying at the same time because I knew that total strangers would be reading about my life. And even worse, people that I really loved were going to read about my life. And, you know, what if uh, totally came up. But got through that. And then I worked and I continued opening up more and more. So, you know, I write a, a weekly blog and I share more personal things. And even on this program, on this radio show, I've been sharing a lot of personal aspects of my life. And what I've found by learning to be vulnerable and practicing being vulnerable as much as possible is that for most, the most part, my fears have been unfounded. Um, and most people who know me and even, you know, some complete strangers genuinely care about me. They want to listen. They want to help, even if just, you know, listening, which sometimes that's the biggest gift ever is the gift of listening. Um, but most importantly, they want to connect with me through my vulnerability. They, they see me as a human being. And that's the thing about vulnerability. We actually all crave vulnerability. It's, it's one way that we not only connect to ourselves, but we also connect to each other. And it's critical in any type of intimate relationship or, you know, parent-child relationship or, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife type of relationship. It is critical that we be vulnerable 
you know, when I share personal stories or open up about myself through my blog or my writing, I get more responses and comments on those uh, than when I post like a how-to article. People really like to see the heart of other people. Uh, Brene Brown, who's a research professor at the University of Houston, and she is known around the world for her work in vulnerability, calls calls it the vulnerability paradox. And what she says is, vulnerability, it's the first thing I look for in you, and it's the last thing I want you to see in me, right? So we crave it, but our fear prevents us from giving it. But we want everybody else to be vulnerable with us so that we can connect with them. The thing about vulnerability is that you can't be vulnerable unless you love and accept yourself completely. Because being vulnerable is being authentic. And being authentic means that you know who you are, right? And and when you can be vulnerable, you can receive, there's so many gifts and benefits that are associated with that when you're being yourself, when you're being vulnerable. So first off, when you are vulnerable, You are perfectly, divinely, messily human. You are real when you are vulnerable. You're flawed, you're imperfect, but you're in touch with who you are and you can decide if and how you want to grow and evolve. And you're approachable by others because you're human, because you're real. I mean, think about it. Who would you feel more comfortable approaching? Let's just say, you know, you you needed directions on how to get somewhere. The the person who's shut down and kind of closed off or the person who's open and smiling and vulnerable. Of course, you're going to go to the person who's open and smiling and vulnerable because you feel like if you ask a question, they're actually going to stop and listen to you because they're connected and they're real. The beauty about being vulnerable is that we build stronger relationships with the people around us, Um, whether it's our partner, our significant other, our family, our friends, even our coworkers, right? Because when we let down that protective shield, we allow them to truly see who we are for who we are. Um, And then they feel like they know you because they actually do. They're seeing the real you, right? They feel like they know you and they feel a connection to you. We're going to talk more about the benefits of being vulnerable when we come back. If you have any questions or comments or want to join in the conversation, give me a call at 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. There are artists and then there's Alice Asmar. This award-winning artist has spent her entire life devoted to her artistic pursuits and has had a lifelong fascination with American Indians of the southwestern United States. Her book, Dance to the Great Spirit, showcases her drawings and paintings inspired by sacred rituals of the Pueblo Indians, and four of her lithographs are in permanent collection at the National Museum of American History in the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. She is one of four artists in the United States to win a Woolley Fellowship for study in Paris at Les Colday Beaux-Arts and has been featured in numerous publications. She's exhibited at the world's most prestigious museums and galleries and recently won a 20-year service award from the Burbank City Council and the inaugural art competition of the Foundation of the United States in Paris. Visit www.asmarart.com, www.aliceasmarinternational.com and email alice at aliceasmar at aol.com. 
Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. Frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about vulnerability. And uh, just before the break, I started to share some of the gifts and the benefits of being vulnerable, um, such as we're being real and authentic, and that uh, we build stronger relationships with the people that are around us. Another benefit about being vulnerable is when we are vulnerable with other people, we also then know, and this is a big one, that we are completely lovable and acceptable exactly as we are. People who love us when we're being open and we're being vulnerable truly love us. And they're not loving the fake mask or the persona that we might be wearing. They're loving who we are, the real us. And we also learn, you know, we, we learn to love all aspects of ourselves because we're being accepted for who we are. And that can include even those things that maybe we didn't love about ourselves before because we learn, gee, I am more than enough and I am lovable and acceptable. And all of that leads to us not only feeling better about ourselves, but also leads us to discover and know that we are valuable individuals, which leads to an increase in self-esteem and self-worth. And then that can even lead us to understanding better, gee, why are we here and, and, and who we are, right? So the benefits of being true to who you are and being vulnerable and open are huge. But there's more, right? I mean, in addition to all of that, when we are vulnerable, we learn to forgive ourselves for our mistakes. We hopefully learn from them, but we stop beating ourselves up over them because we recognize that we're human and we know, you know, when we're doing the best that we can and we are trying and things like that. So we we stop holding on to that self-hatred around our mistakes. When we're vulnerable, it also helps us love others and have more patience and compassion and empathy for others. Even if those people are not open and vulnerable, even if they're wearing their masks and have their walls up, because when we're in touch with ourselves and our feelings, we can then project that out to others with loving understanding. Another benefit is when we know ourselves well and our emotions and our feelings and our needs and our imperfections, when we know all of that about ourselves, we can better attract or draw into us or choose the people that we want to have in our lives, right? By knowing ourselves 
and being true to ourselves, we can weed out those people that don't align with us or maybe are even hurtful to us. And as a result, our support network becomes even stronger and more supportive. We become more responsible for how we respond to others um, because we have a better idea of who we are, where we are in our process, what we're feeling, what our emotions are, what's going on in this exact moment of this interaction. We're like, ooh, this is what I'm feeling. I need to share this because it's pertinent to this interaction I'm having. And ultimately, you know, we not only challenge ourselves to be open and honest and authentic and grow, but we When we're vulnerable, we give other people permission to be vulnerable too. Because remember, it's a scary thing being vulnerable. And when somebody is out there being vulnerable, they serve as a model for what vulnerability looks like and how much deeper a connection can be. Um, So when you're vulnerable, you show what trust looks like and you inspire and you help others so that they find the courage to be vulnerable as well. Um, Going back to Brene Brown, she said, our willingness to own and engage with our vulnerability determines the depth of our courage and the clarity of our purpose. And I completely agree with that. When we're able to connect to our true selves, with our vulnerable selves, with our authentic selves, and see who we are from a place of love and understanding, we open ourselves up to understanding what we're all about and why we're here. We, we actually can hear what our hearts want, not what our minds or society says it is that we want. So really, you know, I hope through all this, you're starting to see that being vulnerable is a strength and it provides a whole lot of benefits. And hopefully you're saying, gee, how do I go about doing that, right? And, you know, what do I need to do? What are some steps I can take to overcome my fear and be more open and vulnerable? Well, one of the first things that I would recommend is that you get in touch with whatever fears you have about being vulnerable and whatever fears you have about being seen for who you really are. Um, I know I've talked quite a bit on other shows about overcoming fear, but it bears repeating because our fear is the greatest thing that holds us back from being courageous and authentic and being vulnerable. Uh, So here's one way to overcome fear. And If anybody has other ideas, feel free to call in and share how you've overcome your fears. But for me, you know, start by imagining yourself being open and vulnerable. So being willing to admit that you're not perfect or that you need help or that you're hurting in some way, right? And imagine you're standing in front of someone that you think you can share this with. You know, don't don't go and, 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 you know, Imagine you're standing in front of somebody who really hates you and despises you. Go start off with somebody who loves you, right? But imagine you're standing in front of them and you're about to open up your mouth and share whatever feelings and needs and uh, vulnerabilities that you have with this person. As you're imagining this, tune in on, you know, how you feel as you're about to start. You know, do you feel any fear? Where is it located? Um, you know, often we feel feel fear in the pit of our stomach. So, you know, kind of hone in on that area and really explore the fear. Allow yourself to feel it. I mean, again, you're imagining. Your mind doesn't know that you're imagining. Your mind thinks it's real. So it's giving you an opportunity to feel the fear, but to do it in a safe environment because you're not actually going to be talking with anyone, right? So explore that fear. Allow yourself to feel it and discover what it is that you're afraid of. 
you're about to open your mouth in front of somebody who loves you and tell them something personal about you, what are you afraid of? And, and really dig in deep here because often the initial thing that pops up might be one layer of the fear and you need to go deeper and deeper and deeper. The goal here is to get to know your fear and then come up with a name for it. What is it? Is it a fear of ridicule? Is it the fear of being rejected? Is it the fear of somebody using it against you to hurt you? Whatever it is, right? Come up with a name for it and then ask yourself, if the fear is a rational or irrational fear. And, you know, there's some fears that are completely valid. I mean, obviously being afraid of a wild animal charging at you is a valid fear and they should be acted upon accordingly. And sometimes, I mean, if you did imagine that you were standing in front of somebody that hated you, that fear could be very valid as well. We're going to take another quick break here. When we come back, I'll keep talking about how to overcome fear and how to become vulnerable. Call in at 866-451-1451 with your thoughts or comments. We'll be right back. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Stapula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis drives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. WikiWags brings harmony back into your home for male dogs and their owners. Inventor and entrepreneur Linda Jangula has created the disposable doggy diaper wraps made with the male dog in mind. The built-in wicking ability prevents rashing and other potential health issues for your dog. Each wrap comes in four sizes and has dual reattachable magic tabs for easy adjustments. And each size has a 7-inch logo strip for adjustability so they are comfortable and easy to use. No more fuss, just leave the mess to us. Whether you're in or out, your dog will be free to run about. Stop cleaning and start enjoying your home, and you can even leave your dog alone. To order your WikiWags, visit wikiwags.com, or to find out where to buy WikiWags in your town, visit mywikiwags.com and start enjoying having man's best friend around. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about the strength of vulnerability. And just before the break, we started to talk about how to overcome the fear of being vulnerable. And um, I was talking about asking yourself if the fear that you've gotten in touch with and have felt and named asking yourself if it's rational or irrational, right? Obviously, if it is a valid rational fear, you want to honor it and act accordingly. But we, we have quite a few fears in our lives that are a bit more irrational than rational. Um, they may be based on a tiny bit of fact, but that fact is not true all the time. Or they might be based on a limiting belief that you have that is also not completely true. So 
for example, one of the fears that holds people back from being vulnerable is that uh, we, we worry that people won't accept us or that they'll see us as weak. And, you know, there is a grain of truth to this. Not everyone in the world is going to accept you as you are. Uh, and this has been true for your entire life and my entire life, right? And I can guarantee that there are going to be people in the future that meet you or meet me, and they're not going to accept you or me either, right? That's, that's just the way life is. And there will be people, possibly the same ones that don't accept you, that will think that you're weak. But, and this is the big but, this is the big thing that says this is not a rational fear. Those people who think you're weak and don't accept you are not the ones that you would want to be vulnerable with anyway, right? The people you choose to be vulnerable with are typically people that love and support you. Sometimes, sure, you need to be vulnerable with a complete stranger, but again, you know, we're talking about practicing being vulnerable. Start first by practicing with, with somebody that loves you. So ask yourself, as you're imagining standing in front of that person that loves you, how valid that fear is. You know, as your best friend or as your mom or your life partner, the one that stood by your side through all of life's up and down, really going to reject you if you're being vulnerable. Are they going to view your vulnerability as a weakness or a negative? You know, are they going to do what you fear the most? Now, if it helps, you can also think about a time in the past where maybe you were vulnerable and say, gee, how did that person respond? And, you know, keeping in mind here that perhaps they didn't respond the way you would hope they would respond, but did they respond with what you most fear? And that's the difference, right? Sometimes we want somebody to listen to us and, and say the right words, and maybe they don't say quite the right words, but they're not rejecting us, they're not telling us we're stupid or whatever it is that we fear. So sit with that and, and, and see, gee, is this really a rational fear? Because chances are they supported you to the best of their ability when you had that interaction. So once you've named and sat with your fear and you've figured out whether it's valid or not, um, then you want to spend some time really thinking about how you've protected yourself from that fear in the past. So what were the shields, the mask, or the other ways that you protected yourself from your fear? And how did those forms of protection help you? Once you know that, and this will be a really good, insightful exercise to do because you'll learn how you bring yourself forward in interactions, spend some time thinking about how those shields and masks and forms of protections not only helped you, but also hurt you, right? Because often when we protect ourselves, whatever we use for our protection, it closes us off from others and it prevents us from receiving the love and the support and the help that others want to share with us. The thing is, I found that most people generally want to help other people. And at our basic nature, we're typically giving, caring, and loving people. You know, life has a way of beating some of us down and making that more difficult. But the core of who we are doesn't change. And, you know, just even looking at what's going on now, you know, with Hurricane Florence and the outpouring of support that's going on right now for people down in the Carolinas. Um, or look at how little kids, when they try to help you, when they see that you're sad. So we can't get the help and support we need if we're not open to it. And usually our shields and our masks prevent us from being open. And I want to also point out that the help and support isn't just the help and support that's external from us. It's also the help and support that exists within us that we can block ourselves off from when we're wearing these shields and this protection. 
We're far stronger than we think, but it's only when we are vulnerable and authentic that we can sense with and work with the power within us. So, okay, we've done the first thing about how to be vulnerable. You've identified your fears. You've learned how they've, you know, protected you and hurt you. And you've seen the positive and negative and all of that. What's next? To practice being vulnerable, one of the first things you probably want to do is start by being vulnerable with yourself. Again, this is a completely safe arena because it's just you and you know you, right? So it's much easier to be vulnerable with another person and clearly share what you're feeling and need if you've spent time understanding yourself first. So close your eyes, take a few deep breaths in and out and ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? Get in touch with who you are and what you're feeling. Let whatever emotions come up, let them come up. Let whatever thoughts and fears come up as well, you know, let them come up and be with them without judgment uh, so that you can start to get a clear picture of what's going on. If you have any rough patches, you know, breathe through it. Um, If you need professional help, please go ahead and do that, right? So you don't have to go through this alone, but see if you can breathe through the pain, through any rough patches so you can just be with who you are. And then make sure you're accepting yourself fully as you do this. So if you made a mistake or you've done something wrong, if you've hurt someone, you know, acknowledge what you've done, send forgiveness to you and, you know, maybe out to the person that that you impacted, right? Um, But for now, you really just want to focus on self-forgiveness. Don't beat yourself up. Don't feel bad. Just breathe through it. And as you've gotten this idea, once you've gotten this idea of who you are and what you're feeling in this moment, then ask yourself another really simple question. What do I need right now? What is it at this moment that I need? Don't try to force the answer. Just watch and listen for the answer to come up within you. Maybe you just need a hug or you need someone to listen to you and really hear you. Or maybe whatever comes up is much more specific and definitive and very, you know, pointed, whatever it is that comes up for you, that is the correct answer for you. Now, if for some reason you get an answer and you don't trust that answer that you get, and we do this a lot to ourselves. It's funny, I was talking about this with my mom today, how, you know, when we, when something comes up within us, it's our intuition and we say, gee, did I make that up or is it real, right? So if for so some reason you don't trust the answer that you get that bubbles up inside of you, spend some time imagining how you'd feel if you did get what you got as the answer. How does it make you feel? Do you feel supported and loved? Do you feel heard and seen? Do you feel better? Um, And most importantly, do you feel as if you've been true to yourself? We're going to take another break. When we come back, we'll finish talking about how to practice being vulnerable. Call in with questions or comments at 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. The earliest human societies worshipped a female goddess. Little is known about this time because we did not always have a written recorded history. It was around 3100 BC when the Sumerians invented the first written language and everything that preceded this time is prehistory. The prehistorical record includes all of women's unwritten history from 30,000 B.C. to the time that men began achieving political power around 3,000 B.C. Male feminist artist Kimberly Berg maintains a strong position in educating and inspiring both men and women through his devotional art to the goddess in all women. Studying their history is paramount to understanding who women were and who they would become later living in a patriarchal society. 
To learn more about this important time in our history, go to www.isisrising.net. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we are talking about being vulnerable. And uh, just walked through uh, how to connect with yourself and start to feel the emotions and the feelings that you're having and being able to pinpoint what it is that you need or want at that time. And the way that you know that you've been vulnerable is when you feel as if you've connected with your true self and your true needs and you've acknowledged and shared them with yourself and then possibly with another person when you practice doing this with other people. You may not have gotten what you wanted or needed uh, because when we're vulnerable, we do so knowing that sometimes we might get hurt or we might get disappointed, but you've chosen to be open and authentic and, you know, of course, the opposite is true, too, right? When, you, when you're when you vulnerable, you are open for opportunity, abundance, and blessing. But the key thing is here, you, you feel like you've connected with your true self and your true needs, and you've shared them, whether it's just with yourself or with somebody else. And so you can see where being vulnerable might be the most courageous thing that you do. Now, what happens if you are vulnerable and uh, you're met with a hurtful response, whatever that response is from somebody else? The truth is, this is the risk that we take when we're being vulnerable. It doesn't mean that the response hurts any less. Of course it hurts, right? But when we're vulnerable and we're authentic, we're better able, I believe, to handle and process this type of a rejection because we already love ourselves, And we already know that we bring value to the world. There's no doubt in our mind that we are a worthy human being. And because of that, we don't need to depend on the approval or the support of others to feel good about ourselves. Although, you know, we do want to have that connection. We don't need it to feel good about ourselves. Yes, we need support to help us as we go through life, but not to help us feel good about ourselves. So, When I'm vulnerable and somebody, you know, is not receiving it well, um, I start by reminding myself that people generally treat others as they treat themselves. So the person who maybe makes fun of my vulnerability or is looking to hurt me in some way when I'm being vulnerable probably doesn't love themselves 
and probably beats themselves up a whole lot, just like in their head, their mind is always going on and on about all the ways that they're a failure or all the ways that they have made mistakes or not done this or not done that. So when I remember that, it allows me to release the hurt and move on because what they're saying or what they're doing isn't really a reflection on me at all. It's a reflection of what's going on inside of them. And that allows me, usually, sometimes it's a little tougher, but usually it allows me to forgive and even send blessings their way. The key is not to close up because of one hurtful comment or rejection. Um, We have to continue practicing being vulnerable. And I mean, just even think about in your intimate relationships with like a boyfriend, girlfriend, life partner. If we close up, we're basically walking away from the relationship. And sometimes that's a good thing to do. But if it's a relationship worth having, we have to be willing to acknowledge that sometimes our partner is going to say something or do something that hurts us because our partner is human as well. And we all do that in our life. So when we're vulnerable and we know what we need, you can, if somebody rejects you, you can then choose to either reach out to another person or you can choose to offer to yourself what it is that you need, right? Because you know, you've stopped, you've tapped in, you've said, gee, what am I feeling? You've named it. What is it that I need? You've named that as well. And because of all of that, you then are able to make sure you get what you need. Even if that person that you shared it with is not willing to uh, accept that or do what you need them to do. I want to thank you for joining me again today. Uh, Check out my website at spiritevolution.co for more information about being vulnerable and authentic. And we will see you next week. Have a great day. This has been Living a Courageously Authentic Life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's Living a Courageously Authentic Life. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.